You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL, and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. I'm your host, Massey Zeman, and down in Texas, Graham Trainer. Where's my wife? Have you seen my wife? <laughs> or what are you, who are you, James Dolan? Uh, Tom no, Brady? James Dolan. No, that's um, Harrison Ford, uh, local Jackson legend. And uh, he, in a lot of his movies, he likes to go through, um, I don't think he's ever been in a sports movie. Anyway, um, he goes through a lot of like, where's my wife? Where's my family? My wife, Elizabeth Hurley Trainer, Trainer yes. Hurley, She's been gone for like weeks. I'm a bachelor at this at this place. Like she, yeah. she was up in Jackson. Did you see her last weekend skiing the Pow in Jackson? I no, heard it was missed upside, it. Heard it was pretty upside down, bro. Not no. that great. No, yeah. your sources are bad. Your sources <laughs> are bad. It was epic. It was so much fun. Everyone that was complaining about skiing Pow last weekend <laughs> is a dork. Um, no, is that uh, tradition? Like like the Masters. Oh, that's right. Graham's been on Graham's been on a two week bender since uh, Evie's. Oh, Mister Robitussin. All right. Yeah, I mean I'm bubbles over here. I, I can just chug me chug me some Dayquil, get on about my day. But no, you got to have the devil's the devil's piss or whatever that's called tequila brand. The devil's piss. That's not what it's called. Oh, okay. All right. All oh, right. devil's backbone. Is that the is Wait, that that cheesy skull tequila? Devil's backbone is a brewery outside of Charlottesville. Oh, that's right. My bad. Anyway, I'm Graham Trainer, co-host of Teton Sports Talk on 891 K2L Fridays, two Mountain, three Central, four Eastern. Did you take that shot? Did I miss it? I did, and then I got all I got a uh, high T there, and I I stuck the landing with my intro for myself. For all those not watching on YouTube, Graham poured it out in the sink. He did not take that tequila shot. <laughs> well, as as tradition continues, we are Teton Sports Talk. Download us if you make, are not able to make the full show. Download us wherever podcasts are available. Trainer, we got to talk. Whoa. We got to talk about the AFC NFC championships, more specifically the AFC championship, because the NFC championship, the Eagles dominated. Brock Purdy got hurt early in this one, tore his UCL, which, by the way, Josh Allen tore his UCL October something and still made it to the divisional round. So here we are. Brock Purdy gets himself hurt. Joe Johnson of formerly the 14 other different franchises in the NFL comes in, can't get, can't can't get things going 49ers are dead in the water eagles roll that's basically the storyline there anything to add yeah uh the obviously the year of uh quarterbacks getting tommy john pitch uh starting pitcher injuries for some reason yeah um joe johnson has been in the league so long he played for the redskins whoa and um here's my you almost i thought you were going to spoil it on accident pretty sure that one's gonna hurt now go mahomes and burrow into a hole nice dude is that the one you just came up with mm -hmm. yeah so wow. that's my weird making the sausage on on the air um question your question was anything to add to the nfc championship game because just I... the pun just the pun I, I didn't watch much of it uh once i saw purdy go out i kind of i'm happy for jalen the, the yeah. Eagles fans, Eagles fans don't deserve him. I love the no, compilation no. <laughs> of Eagles fans pooping their pants and being angry on draft day. I'm sure they're the same Eagles fans that have his shirt jersey and call him Jalen the Great or whatever now. Um, hypocrites. So I'm not happy the Eagles in the Super Bowl because the Astros just won the World Series. Yeah, I can't handle my heart can't handle both. I'm 30 80 for Brady. I'm getting old. I feel you. Um, obviously, I like Jalen Hurts because he played football for the University of Alabama, won a 20-something games, maybe 30 games. 
Freshman Player of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, won a national title, won a couple of SEC championships. But all of a sudden, he goes to Oklahoma, and he's an OU grad when he actually graduated from Alabama. It's very confusing. Oh, I love this. I love the claiming claiming war. Yeah, it is very funny in this day and age where you can transfer to other schools and play immediately because Ohio State people are claiming Joe Burrow. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. Joe Burrow had three career touchdowns and 350 yards for Ohio State and Jalen Hurts has accolade after accolade at Alabama so it's much different argument but I just what do you can't think Washington State claim Tony Bennett I don't think so no sir um so it's it's just funny it's just funny to, to look at that and and people get so possessive and pissed off about that argument and it's saying no he's mine no he's mine it's <laughs> probably a little bit of both I mean, can I be Forrest Gump here and say, I can't, I don't know if it's Lieutenant Dan's right or if it's Mama, but maybe it's both. Deep cut right there. Um, so okay. I'm just, <laughs> just most, most Oklahoma and Alabama fans, I would say, Mrs. Gump, your son's different. <laughs> <laughs> your mama sure does love your education, boy. So let's talk about the AFC Championship. The thing that bothered me about the AFC Championship is that, guys, the referee's fat face being on my television way too much. Who's fat face? Which referee? The lead ref. What? Whatever the whatever one was doing doing all the calls and the, and the, talking and mansplaining what was going on and giving the ghost black guy down. That Mike London. Mike London tweeted. Remember Mike London? Yeah. Former UBA great coach. He said tweeted like my doppelganger or something. Did you see that? No, I did not. I didn't know Mike London could use the Twitter machine. He could barely Ouch. call offensive plays. Shots fired. He listens. Oh well, sorry, Mike. If you can come on the show and discuss how bad you are as a coach, then I'll be happy. To, I'll be happy to ask you some questions. I would take back uh, Mike London in a heartbeat. Anyway, enough about Tony Elliott. Oh, okay, Tony Elliott. He had a God. bad refs. Bad refs. Yes. Okay. Uh, here's don't. here's the thing. Brennan Armstrong transfers to NC State. Do you say <laughs> do you say screw him forever, or do you realize that the circumstances that he was brave enough to to go under one year Tony Elliott, and he was like, yeah, no, I'm 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 good, and goes and plays his last year at NC State. Are you mad at him? No, is he a UVA no. grad we, or is he an NC State grad? Did we talk about this last week? We might be being I redundant. We're, I think we're like having dementia cycling here. I think like Uh-oh. I would say when he comes back, we we play. He he's coming home. He's coming home, and we cry on the jumbotron when we see the uh, the great games he played for a, a, a prestigious UVA. <laughs> Can't finish my sentence. Mike Matt Schaub, Bryce Perkins. Brennan Armstrong, Marcus um, Higgins, Marcus Higgins can't can't even keep can't even keep coaches anymore. Transfer portal, coaches, transfer portal. Players. I can't even remember who played quarterback while I was there in my tenure at UVA. I, can't I remember, remember one of them being in a drunk AFC at a flat game. Oh yeah, circling <laughs> back here, let's talk about the AFC Championship game. I just didn't like how the players. I'm not going to complain about the refs because you're hearing it all day on social media. I just wanted to see the players decide the game rather than than the refs have such a large role in the game because Patrick Mahomes had a gutsy, gutsy performance. Joe Burrow, his pulse did not reach over 50 beats per minute. He was he was electric, and it seemed like they were marching down the field to win the game when a couple of calls didn't go their way. And Patrick Mahomes did Patrick Mahomes things, but the refs were too involved, and that's my takeaway from the game. What say you? No, I I agree with you. I, I thought the oh man that that play I forgot his name, uh, UT guy linebacker second year the um, touching touching Mahomes enough to get a flag to decide the game or at least put Butker in position to kick in pretty easy field goal for Butker because he's a good kicker. 
Um, Mahomes, yeah, Mahomes, but Mahomes, I, I feel like Mahomes was gritty and earned that earned that win. Yeah, uh, I couldn't believe he played on whatever legs he's on. He gets old school uh, leg injuries like a quarterback should, not a UCL injury. Um, yeah, <laughs> one we're familiar I, uh, with. They said UCL yeah, injury, who, and I was like, which one? Which ligament is that in your knee? Were you more annoyed with Tony Romo or the refs after the game? Was Tony over? Romo was an all-time bad, all-time <laughs> bad in this game. This was a frustratingly annoying Tony Romo game. What, what did he say? Did he say uh, Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma. What did he say? I forgot. I don't know, Jim. All-time Tony Romo talking, <laughs> talking over. I don't know, Hall of Fame announcer. Jim Nance just that, like that, that stomping how you feel? all over his broadcast. He's the color commentator. He needs to shut his mouth. Oh, are you, uh, are we doing role play? Is this me and you? I'm Tony. You're Jim. No, I can be Tony more than accurately than you can be Tony. Cause you have huh. a soft spot for Tommy, Tony. No, you I mean like the, most the, irrelevant. the color if guy played, talking over. If, if Tony, Oh, I see what you're saying. If Tony, if, uh, if Tony Romo played for, the Colts, he would Got never, it. ever be remembered. Okay. If he played for the Chargers, no one would remember who Tony Romo was. The Saints, like really bad franchises. Don't bring the Saints into this. I'm just Don't bring the play. Saints into this. If anything, I'm, I'm saying the Cowboys had boosted up his level. He, he's 0-3 oh, yeah, yeah, in the division round, went to the playoffs four times, five times. Like he, he's Maybe, a, maybe three or four. Dak Prescott will be president of the United States. So don't worry. Like this is the way Cowboys quarterbacks lives go. <laughs> I mean, they fail forward. They fail forward. Just like their offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, they fail forward. Now he gets Herbert. Now we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. All right. That's enough anyway, about the NFC AFC championship games. They're fine. Super Bowl is exciting. I like the matchup. It's Me three too. Or four. It's like a month away. I don't know what's going on. Pro Bowls flag football. Uh, Pets Bosa heads are brothers. falling off. Bosa, Bosa brothers, brothers like are tools. butthurt. Yeah. Bosa brothers are, they're beta butthurt right now. We'll get into that later. Okay. All right. So let's do it. Let's huddle up uh, the huddle. Uh, and let me preview the show for a little bit. We're going to do the huddle. We're going to do Super Bowl storylines and then love actually. What is it called? Love is blind. <laughs> Love is blind Love side uh, at Boom. the end. We're going to talk sports for the next 50 minutes. So just buckle up, sports fans. All right. The huddle is the good news of the week. The critical number of the week. Something you are stuck on. Your quote slash question of the week. That's your flex option there in this segment. And your goat of the week. Graham, let me kick it to you. What is your good news of the week? Massey, Massey Zeman, after a full week of sitting in my recliner, smelling my own parts, I decided now that what's transpired today with, with Tom Brady, the GOAT, yep, quitting footballs, the Dallas Cowboys were the reason they're so damn good. They are the reason he quit the game of football NFL. Hell yeah. Because they kicked his ass out the NFL in the playoff game. He couldn't hang. He's worried about them, them Dallas Cowboys in the next five, 10 years of them being a juggernaut in the NFC. Yeah. My theory. Yeah. Cowboys fans. Name. Cowboys fans so rejoice. Good. Cowboys so fans good. rejoice. Y'all put Tom yeah. Brady to bed until he unretires and say, mm, I'm going to say at the end of March, once his contract actually expires. I was going to say once his thirst trap, uh, 90 Day Fiance breaks up with him. But yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. There are some. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Internet, for that. Um, uh, yeah, Tom Brady goes out. And honestly, we'll, we'll get to it. But him just tearing up on some private beach and and talking to Instagram saying, 
I thought I, I want to. I want to tell you guys first. I want to tell you guys first. I'm talking to you, Matthew. He's talking to his fans. I'm He's retiring. I'm retiring. Shut up. We. You did it. You did it. You've done it once. I don't. I don't care. I simply do not care about you, Tom Brady. Don't let the door hit you on the way out of the NFC South. Oh, he actually did it uh, this time exactly a year ago. So he's obviously very strategic with this garbage. And yes, a random condominium in the background while he's like, I promise myself I wouldn't cry. Oh, special boy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My good news of the week. Oh, sorry. I did have one interesting note. The one thing today I noticed, if Tom Brady does retire, how old he is. Uh, the one thing that reminded me visually was a highlight of him, two highlights specifically, him playing on non in non HD on yeah. those old like those old concrete looking surfaces like Three River <laughs> Stadium and the RCA Dome in Indianapolis playing against like the, the Steelers and the and the Colts like that makes that makes him look the oldest of anything. So I will agree, I will agree with you there. There he described one of his hardest hits when he was either a rookie or maybe a second year in the league. And he didn't run out of bounds fast enough. And they show the clip, and you're like, is that even him? Can we even tell that's him on a screen? Is so hitting him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. All right, my good news of the week is the Saints have a first-round draft pick in the 2023 draft Woo! trainer. We are how did back. That, and, and how did that happen, Massey? Well, Sean Payton got hired by the Broncos to become their uh, next head coach. So mm. we, we acquired – a pick from the Broncos that was originally the 49ers, but the 49ers then traded with the Dolphins. The Broncos got the 40, the Dolphins, the Broncos. What? It's got to be, it's got to be what? your, your bull. But either way, the Saints are picking number 30th in this year's draft. And um, we're looking at Jordan Addison, the USC slash Pitt receiver, won the, won the trophy for the best receiver in the country when he was at Pitt catching balls from Kenny Pickett. Um, I think I would like to see some more offensive line. Quarterback? I would think I would like to see a quarterback, possibly. Just uh, more wide receivers that Andy Dalton can throw to. Not in uh, not, not in favor of that. Anthony Richardson? What about him? The artist formerly known as AK-47. Isn't he, like, shooting up shooting up these uh, draft boards here? If he, if he is, that that is shocking. I have not what? paid attention to the draft yet, but a- Anthony Richardson is – is a project yeah i mean unless they unless they're like you know how qb i mean the nfl is just a copycat league and they're looking at lamar jackson and saying well if if we can find a quarterback like lamar then maybe we can implement some of his things but it's lamar jackson is one of one he also won a heisman at louisville i don't think anthony richardson with all the talent surrounding him in florida with (laughs) as little success as he has is lamar jackson i mean i will say that um um, the quarterback for the Bears, which I always forget his freaking Justin name. Fields. Thank you, Justin Fields. Yes, sir. Might be a Lamar Jackson type because he's got an absolute cannon and can run like the wind. So that's a little different. But Andy Richter, what did he show us? I don't like Billy Napier I, is a clown of a coach down there. I'm surprised they kept him. Thick joints. What, what's he got? <laughs> that's right. I did not look at. I did not look at his joint stats. You you, forgot. Yeah. Well. Well. So would you like? Would you want Will Levis or would you want them? To no, go, I think Will uh, Levis is okay. a joke. Um, okay. I would have to. <laughs> I, I do. I don't think Will Levis is good. I don't think he plays well in big games and guess what every game in the nfl is a big game obviously i have a a, a bias towards bryce young 
Have you seen his blonde hair and his white skin and his like six foot five frame, Massey? He's very good at quarterback. I cannot wait. We'll just we'll just mark it right now. The week before the Super Bowl, Will Levis will get in front of a camera in shorts and pass to his wide receivers at the University of Kentucky at his pro day, and people will just be like, "Oh my God!" and pick him number one. I mean, or look boxer at, briefs. Look boxer at briefs. Zach Wilson uh, had a rolling left cross field cross body throw, and it got him millions of dollars from the Jets. Will Levis will be able to do the same thing. He's not the next Josh Allen. Will Levis is not good. But Zach Wilson's about to make Aaron Rodgers' life a living hell, remember? Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> um, some some other things the Saints need to address is that they don't have any defensive coordinators now, which makes me sad because the Saints have a top 5, 10 defense. So, Isn't that where Dennis Allen came from, defense? Yeah, but the defensive coordinator, Chris Richard, uh, is out, and so is Ryan Neeson. He went to the – or Nelson. He went to the Atlanta. So little confused what the Saints are doing here. No QB, no defensive coordinator. Um, but that I'm um, silver lining, silver lining. We're, we got the pick from the Broncos, 49ers, Miami thing. So we'll figure that out. What's your critical number this week, trainer? I was going to say, actually, a good number right here. Actually, as of now, next year's NFC South winner, now that Tom Brady retired, could, could they potentially be – six and 11 and win the yes. South. the team yeah. the team that wins the south it's, i don't yeah. see why not i mean the carolina yep. hired frank reich he was out of a job for three months why does yeah. he get a job he's not that Bill good forward Bill forward Kicks Steve Wilkes out of his, yeah anyway, i should have been a freaking nfl coach man my number is 80 mm-hmm. mm, 80 for brady i'm super excited about this movie on friday i think I've, I've not been as excited since the sean payton kevin james movie that i never saw I uh, couldn't find it. I think Massey watched it late night, right? Wait, you told me to watch it. I, I think I, I was trying to like troll you into doing it and you did it. So I fell asleep watching it. I, I think I made it about five minutes. Sure in. You did. Yeah. <laughs> did you fall asleep or did you pass out? Have you <laughs> yeah, Robitussin. Have you seen the the Gronkowski? Lay off my Robitussin, all right? Lay off it. The man, my my man, I'm sick. You're right, you're right, you're right. That was rude. Uh have you seen these these trailers though where Rob Gronkowski gets hit on by Jane Fonda, his senior of 52 years. James Fonda. No, I've not witnessed this. She says, what, what else did she so play? Remind me why James Fonda is famous. Jane Fonda, uh, famous actress. She's 80, 85 years old. Gronk is 33. And she says, Ooh, Gronk, you're so big in the trailer. So, you know, exciting. What is she famous for though? Uh, I guess like uh, nine to five and Jane Fonda's aerobics. Um, Grace and Frankie for the new kids today. It's on Netflix. No. All right. Let me look this up. Go ahead. Keep going. What about her? So, so an actress hits on a football player. Well, <laughs> it's like uh, grandma's boy. It's like the, the grandma hitting on the younger dude in the, in the trailer. It's going to be a, it's going to be a laugh riot. I'm looking forward to the movie. I hope you're taking Hillary on Friday. No, no, I'm never going to see this movie. This, this, this is going to have a million dollars of box office sales in the greater Boston area. Otherwise no one should even care at all jane okay my jane second fonda critical number i have no idea who this woman is 21 and that would be the number of bags of hot cheetos each week that uh anthony edwards of the timberwolves eats he eats 21 bags of hot cheetos each week 21 bags seems excessive that you're coming from a man who has gerd though but if i was able to eat hot cheetos i think i probably could put down 21 bags but that's showing that that he's he said that, but he um, he doesn't realize how bad that is for himself. That's when, remember when Jokic admitted to drinking like two liters of Mountain Dew a day or something? Yeah, 
He looks like he does, though. Anthony Edwards looks cut. I can't. I mean, it's gonna come, it's gonna catch him in the butt if he doesn't like you know kick that habit at some point. Yeah, that's that's too many. That's twenty five too many. How many did you say it was? <laughs> twenty one back. Twenty one. That's that's eighteen too many. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I got one for you. Five oh. for number forty six. Five for number 46. Uh, 46, Morgan Cox? 46, Morgan Cox. Do you know what he has done for the fifth time this year? Pro Bowl? He is in his fifth Pro Bowl, trainer. Yay! Our boy Morgan Cox is in the Pro Bowl for the fifth time. Now, remember, the Ravens cut him thinking that they couldn't, uh, you know, they don't have eight more years left. But, I mean, so far he's got two Pro Bowls in a row with the Titans. So, eggs on your face, Ravens. Yeah, exactly. Tom Brady played till he's 45 and he's retiring for the second time. He's going to come out of retirement. So, you know, the modern day medicine and, you know, going to Germany and getting things worked on and, you know, being being healthy and a happy professional athlete into your 40s is definitely uh, plausible for a for a, a long snapper who's a great locker room guy. Yeah, glue, glue. And I'm just going to go ahead and run some numbers that you don't care about, but maybe I do. And then we'll move on with the show. This is the 10th time since 2011 Bama has the number one recruiting class. Nine five stars are uh, in this class. The two top two JUCO transfers, Malik Benson at number one wide receiver and Justin Jefferson, number one JUCO linebacker. 16 players in the top 10 at their respective position and Alabama has zero coordinators. (laughs) After they were both nominated for best best actor and best supporting actor for coordinators this year, right? Yeah, Yeah, they... uh, um, you know, I'm not going to say that Tropic Thunder joke, but they uh, they went, <laughs> <laughs> they just went for the gold and they they weren't able to do it. Trainer, give me your stuck on this week. Yeah, well, actually, I had a critical number, number three. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, UVA, 63rd overall uh, re- football recruiting class this year. Oh, nice, nice, very nice. Not my stuck on, not my stuck on. My stuck on is I'm considering next year doing a semester abroad as a football fan. Hmm. Based off the Cowboys and Virginia's uh, 2022 seasons, um, I'm thinking about maybe adopting Oregon State and the Detroit Lions or Washington State and the Chicago Bears. You got to do something a little more entertaining. Like mm-hmm. at least at least do do something bandwagon, you know, maybe some people on the ah. up and up. Oregon State's kind of on the up and up. Um, you might as right. well cheer for Archie, Archie Manning maybe. Uh, mm, I don't know. I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I can give you a suggestion. Maybe maybe grab a maybe grab some stock in Penn State or Michigan. Penn State. They do have all Virginia's coordinators. So yeah, I'll do Penn State. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's good. All right, Penn State. And what do you think about? Let's just go for the Seahawks. Go for Pete Carroll. Sure. Why not okay. Geno Smith? You yeah. know, it's just something way out there. I like that. They they got a lot of picks because the Broncos are idiots. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Let's do that. All right. What else is that you're only stuck on? The fact that you- yeah, just considering a semester abroad with football fan fandom, um, I don't think it's a bad idea. Just you pick know. LSU or something. Oh, good God, Massey, how dare you? I'm just saying, just just do do <laughs> do something in the SEC West, so I can hate you. I can hate your football team. All right, my stuck on is uh, James <laughs> Dolan's pettiness. James Dolan's pettiness. I missed. Uh, he's in the news. The Knicks have done. What have they done this week? What did he say? This billionaire's feelings are so fragile. He is Ooh. he is so sensitive that he is using facial recognition software to get people that he disagrees with from entering and banned from Madison Square Garden. So 
right now he's being sued by a bunch of people because you're James Dolan and you're probably getting sued by people. He's not allowing lawyers into certain some of his buildings. So in, Madison Square Garden is the biggest building that he owns, right? Everyone has heard of it. But there was another event going on. It's like the NYC Opera House or something, and there was a Girl Scouts fundraiser there. And one of the mothers of the Girl Scouts happens to be an attorney who's at the law firm that is suing James Dolan. She was denied entry into her daughter's Girl Scout fundraiser because of James Dolan. Now, in response, the state liquor board has said, we're going to do something about this. We can't let James Dolan do, use facial recognition software just to, you know, stoke the fire of his own pettiness. Or, or it's, it is for safety, but, like, it, it can't be used just to, for gripes. So you know what James Dolan does? He says he's going to punish. He's going to punish the fans by picking one random Rangers game and – not selling beer or alcohol at that game. So he's going to take it out on the fans. So he's kind of holding the fans hostage. He went on to Fox, some affiliate of Fox uh, in New York, and held up the state liquor authorities, uh, an image of the state liquor authorities, name, I forget his name, but put all his contact info on there and said, if the fans want liquor to be remain in Madison Square Garden, then they should contact their state liquor board, chief, whatever it is. I don't know, whatever position you're in. So this man is taking the Fox News and trying to put somebody on blast because they're questioning his ethical tactics of facial recognition software. Where are we? Communist China? This guy is off his rocker, and he looks disgusting. Have you seen him recently? Mm -hmm. My first thought is the mafia is going to kill him because I feel like the mafia is affiliated with the state of New York's liquor board. So I think we're going to be okay here. Oh. Right? Oh, okay. Waste waste management and liquor sales in that And the docks? Yeah, if you dump a dumpster over in the East River, I'm sure it just goes straight to the bottom. You made a good point. He's pretending to say it's a safe or he's saying it's a safety thing, which I understand if he was using facial recognition to, you know, say, scan the face of those that come in to make sure they don't they don't own automatic weapons or something like that's, you know, actually productive and good for the sake of the fans around them. Great. Maybe they're on the FBI top 10 list. Sure. Complete manipulation of. um, Yeah, it just that's just roll roll my eyes. I have not seen Dolan recently. He's he's been disgusting since 2000. I think facially. So speaking of facial recognition, he's ugly. Yeah. Facial recognition software is the beginning of the end. That is big brother. That is if you walk around cities and they're like, this is you. I'm tracking you from here to here to here to here. Data point, data point, data point, data point. That's yeah. that's too much for me. All right. Trainer, give me your quote slash question of the week. Is Charles Oakley still banned? Probably. The yeah. legend. Every now and then, Spike Lee gets kicked out of there. Really? Quote of the week that we're on, right? Quote of the week. Yeah, got to get him a run game. (laughs) Uh, Tom Brady? uh, No, no. uh, This is Sean Payton, I think, making a sneaky dig at Russell Wilson, saying basically, like, looking forward to working with Russ. We got to get him a run game. I know he's saying, like, we need to support him on the offense with with a running game that's, like, you know, can give him a little relief as a a quarterback. But he's also kind of like, yo – you're going to get rid of your office, and we need to have a running game because you kind of sucked last year. How are you feeling about Sean Payton? I know he's it's a divorce from the Saints. Yes. You're getting the first-round pick. It was it was inevitable that he was going to get traded from the Saints to a new team, not come back to the Saints you know, outright. So do you think that Sean Payton can handle this job, and do you think in five years the Broncos will be in a better place? Or do you think Demeco Ryans Demico. and the Texans will be a better – 
D'Amico Ryan's in the Texans. D'Amico Ryan's formerly played uh, linebacker for uh, Alabama. Just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what scared D'Amico Ryan's away from the Broncos because there are some reports that said he was offered the Broncos job and instead took the Houston job. He That's did true. play in Houston for a number of years, so there is a connection there. And so maybe he's more familiar with their front office. I will say that it does it does hurt that Sean Payton retired from the Saints, but because that period was so long, because there was what? It was it a year without? It's been one full season. There was a yeah. funky COVID year in there. Bounty Gate. Oh, Bounty Gate? Don't worry about Bounty Gate. Bounty Gate <laughs> against Brett Favre? That guy's a creep. And plus, right. Brett Favre's going to jail. He's embezzling money from the poor people of Mississippi. Um, I know. <laughs> our, fa- our fans know. So the it wasn't like the band. It wasn't like an instant, I'm quitting and going to the Broncos. He was like, I'm going to step away from coaching, do what's best for me. And then you realize, yes, we're going to have – he was nice enough to say – I'm not going to sit out another year and wait for this contract to expire. I'm going to allow the Saints to trade me and get something for me. He was polite enough to do that. And he's really good at coaching six-foot-tall quarterbacks that uh, yeah. that maybe they're, he's losing a little something on his – he doesn't have as much zip anymore, you know? Russell Wilson is not the, the guy that we knew from Seattle. He's lost a little bit of his ump. If anybody's got a uh, an offense that has that – in his uh, back pocket, it is Sean Payton. Now, I'm very happy he's in the AFC. Yep. And I'm kind of sad for him that he's in, in his that division of the AFC with Mahomes and Herbert there. I don't know what and the Kel- Raiders. And Kellen Moore. Oh, you still? <laughs> how do you? Okay, we'll, we'll go back to that. But what Kinda. it cost yeah. to get Sean Payton and Russell uh, Wilson to Denver was, was basically, and it, it's this kind of a roundabout way, but three first-round picks, three second-round picks, Three NFL players to get Russ, w- Russell Wilson, and Sean Payton in the building together. Wish him well, but I, I, I wish it was more electric. I wish it was like the Chargers or I don't know someone that's on that precipice. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah, of, I mean, of of like trying to teach an old dog new tricks. But he did. I, okay, I will say, devil's advocate and glass half full. He did do that with Breeze. Breeze had the first. Actually, we were talking about earlier had the first like UCL elbow shoulder type problem, throwing arm problem. And he basically, the Dolphins didn't want him. Saban said no. That's why Saban lost his job for the Dolphins because he doesn't know how to pick quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy has already mentioned as well. You mean, okay. All right. I'm kidding. I love, I just love the the Brock Purdy hates Saban thing. It, It was a fun little nugget. Why does Brock Purdy hate Saban? He claims that Saban could not see the promise in his athletic abilities and turned away giving him a scholarship, so he went to Iowa State instead. Did you miss that? Oh, oh, do you know that he received a full scholarship offer from Alabama? I saw that that days later. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it, and I was like, okay, the internet, the internet's going back and forth on this. I don't. Next. Yeah, Purdy was on Purdy was on a pretty big high horse. Let's say on a whatever ten game winning streak of the Niners, and he wanted to go after Saban. LOL, thought it was funny. Um, he did change Breeze's career. He at did. A, not, right. a, not as old as Russell Wilson is now, but like I could see there being something there. I had a critical main, juncture in his life. Yeah, exactly. Because the Chargers kicked him to the curb for Phillip Rivers. The Dolphins didn't want him. The Saints took him. Sean Payton took him. Um, turned him into a Hall of Famer. I guess like what I'm trying to ask long-windedly in the stuck on is in your crystal ball or quote, quote of the week, in your crystal ball, do you see – the Texans who have D'Amico Ryans who can pick his quarterback at a cheaper value in terms of contract 
in this draft and kind of has the pick of whatever he wants in this team versus what Sean Payton's walking into in Denver. Who, which job would you rather have? Because the Texans job is admittedly like made fun of all the time. I feel like I'd probably rather have the Texans job. You'd rather have the Texans? Don't the Texans just hire coaches to fire them a year later? No, I, I don't like the Texans franchise. I don't think they have a history of winning. I'm not sure they know how to do it. You know, it's... uh, It is AFC South versus AFC West, though. Yeah, D'Amico Ryans, unless he surrounds himself with, with good offensive minds, he's going to have to take a rookie quarterback True. and turn True. him into something in five years where Russell Wilson knows what it's like to lead a team to a Super Bowl. He knows what it's like to warm up for a Super Bowl. He knows what it's like to make playoff runs. He knows how to take care of his body. D'Amico Ryan is going to have to figure out how to do that to a young person. Now, Sean Payton is walking in and has the offense already created. That offense exists. Now, can he get the positions? And he's got a good defense followed up with a pretty deep wide receiving core. So I mm-hmm. like all the pieces in Denver already. If he can fix Russell Wilson's broken brain, that's a that's a task for you know a monumental task. But the Texans seem even even bigger and more troublesome than the Broncos do. You, the Texans hadn't had success. I mean, they went one no, and I, they went one and eleven with Deshaun Watson. I, well, like, how did they do that? <laughs> I, I know, I know. What if he gets Bryce Young with all that draft capital? Bryce Young on a rookie contract. Wouldn't you kind of rather have that? No, that's still not something you'd be interested in. Is that something you'd be interested? I'm worried about Bryce Young. I'm worried if they okay. can protect okay. him. Um, yeah. He is. I agree. So I, I no, I just don't think. Uh, I just think the Broncos situation is is way better than what they got. Name one wide receiver for the Houston Texans. Uh, I think Brandon Cooks is kind of still. Maybe gonna and they're running. The running back is is David Connor or who is the running James? Oh no, what's the guy from Florida who is good? Not AK forty seven. The the guy that was oh man, he was a he was a stud. He got hurt though. Um, damn it, I forgot his name. He had a big big old fantasy season for me. Anyway, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like the pieces are in place. Forgot his name. I don't know. I I feel I feel like uh, it's gonna be interesting. I'd rather play in the AFC South, and I think I'd rather have a rookie contract although i will say when nathaniel hackett ironically got fired from the broncos the offense got better in denver and then he got the job for the jets and then they're recruiting aaron Rodgers, which is pretty funny so nathaniel hackett mm-hmm. worst head coach hire in a while i mean it's just you're I, I like the broncos for a variety of reasons all right besides uh what is my quote of the week and we can dive into this do you know have you ever heard of mike mike francesca uh, he's a loud mouth, loud mouth radio personality. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, my next four words was, is such a clown. So this is his quote. And I, I didn't really want to get into the Tom Brady stuff. Cause I really don't care how Tom Brady retires like teary eyed on Instagram. I think Tom Brady might be a sociopath. So I think Mike says this about Tom Brady. He said, quote, the, not the best regular season quarterback I've ever seen. Pan- Peyton Manning was. He is not the best Super Bowl quarterback who've ever lived. Joe Montana is. What is he, though? He is the guy who played the longest, and he won the most games. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me, right? So I pulled up. I pulled up Joe Montana's Super Bowls because I was curious. He Joe went 4-0. Mo- he went 4-0. He went 4-0, had zero interceptions. But let's just look at his averages, right? Because how are his- 
You're going to supposed to compare four Super Bowls to ten that Tom Brady has played in. Ten. Tom Brady is seven and three in Super Bowls. They're pretty. They're, their averages are pretty close the same. So Joe Montana averaged 285 yards, 68 percent uh, completion percentage, 2.8 P- TDs. Now he had in his first three Super Bowls he had one TD, three TD, and two D- TDs respectively. In 1989, or excuse me, in 1990, he had five touchdowns. Three of those two were a guy named Jerry Rice. Remember the him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so, do. <laughs> so that's that's a little bit of a uh, maybe not an asterisk, let's say, but is a detail worth noting. Tom Brady average was 65 percent, a little lower than Joe Montana. Averaged 303 yards and 2.1 TDs a game. Now, all so it's about equal, right? But yeah, I got one little nugget, yeah. one little thing. The best receiver Tom Brady ever played with in the Super Bowl, Randy Moss. He didn't win a Super Bowl with Randy Moss. So that tells you a little something on Brady's side too. So when yeah, exactly. So when I was looking at it, the stuff that stood out to me was was the totals. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, just listen to this. Tom has 3,039 yards, 21 TDs, and six interceptions. That is his stats in a, in Super Bowls alone. 10 games if if you were to compare his super bowl appearances with this year's production out of all the qbs that have production 10 games as opposed to 18 games will you follow here this is tom brady's 10 super bowls versus this year's quarterbacks 18 games he'd rank 17th in the league in pass yards and 15th in the league in pass tds playing eight less games than anybody in the NFL played this year. He it is he is so unbelievably the best of all time. He's won the most Super Bowls. And it's not because he's long and I think it's because he is a sociopath and played longer and won more. That's that's the only way to describe it. Joe Montana, I get it. He's 4-0. But did you make 10 Super Bowls in a 20-year career? Tom Brady made Super Bowls in 02, 04, 05, 08, 12, 15, 17, 18, 19, 21. That is over three decades of going to Super Bowls. It's unbelievable what he's did. And and I just I just hate Mike Francesca. Maybe that's the bottom line. Maybe I need to cool off, back up a little bit, because Francesca no. is uh, – I've eaten the trash, and Francesca's it. Have you, have you buried something that Francesca said a few years ago? so deep that you don't remember oh man he was in 2019 he yes. was the i hate uva they just lost last year as a one seed they're embarrassing ty jerome went off on his ass on his show that's right it was amazing you should youtube it tonight it'll, it'll put you to sleep i mean in, in a good way you'll sleep you'll sleep happy is what i mean to say yeah um yeah so i already hate him for that and he's def- definitely trying to build his brand as all these loud mouths uh, personalities are in the sports media world. Um, yeah, he's just been doing this for longer than anybody else. So he's good at it. Like skip Bayless is. And I, yeah, Francesca stinks. And I think if we're actually like debating apples to oranges here, I'd say like Brady is like LeBron versus, uh, versus MJ and, and, uh, MJ six and O in, in finals. LeBron is four and three or something like that. So, Brady is LeBron, but has even more success in the finals. But, but you know, LeBron did kind of what Brady did when it comes to, like, going to 
I, what was it, 10 straight finals? Like, if yeah. they didn't do that, but you, you still got to give respect to the, you know, it's just, it's just a hot take that he's just trying to, like, obviously make another another decade of a name for himself, this Francesca guy, who, who's hopefully 82 or 85, like Jane Fonda. and Finds love. Actually, screw bucket. this guy. Um, all right, all right, let's move on because we actually have, have spent a lot of time on the uh, – well, let's skip Super Bowl headlines, but give me your goat of the week before we move on to the rest of the show. Uh, my goat of the week – oh, oh yeah, Stetson Bennett. Uh, public in talks in mm-hmm. Dallas. Um, I, I actually had a real dumb man of sports – Mr. Seventh Year Publican Talks quarterback. Remember that? Miller oh, Lights yeah, coaching? yeah. No, yeah. Bud Lights. Real men of genius. Bud Light, Bud Light. Um, but that dates us. To be fair to Stetson, he's 25, and he's in his seventh year. Um, I was 22 when I walked out the uh, those same that same ramp, that, that same wheelchair ramp in the Dallas uh, jail. So I've been there, Stetson. Yeah. <laughs> You have done the same thing. Now, there are conspiracy theories going around that uh, TCU fans called him in. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah, Fort Worth. I, I, didn't even, I didn't even piece that together. Yeah. There's oh. even rumors going around me. that he, me. he absolutely murdered 11 people on defense in front of 73,000 people. There's, there's, there's conspiracy theories going around that, so that's why I got called in. Charges might go up. Murdered the hearts of, I don't know, there's at least a million TCU fans. Yeah. More. Yeah. And they graduate 5,000 a year. So that's what? There's might be 30,000 of them. Okay. Let's talk. Mike McCarthy is my goat of the week because he's gotten rid of Kellen Moore to the Chargers. And Mike McCarthy is going to be calling plays. What are we going to do about this, trainer? My, this is classic Mike McCarthy. He's going to, he's going to, Hire himself as the play caller. He's going to fire himself, promote somebody to play calling, and then fire him. What, what's that? What's what, what's my role in this? I'm a Seahawks fan. Oh, what, do, you, what right, do I care? Right. What do I care? Yeah, what, yeah. What do I care? Mike McCarthy um, calling plays in Dallas. How do we feel about that? Big oh, fat, su- big fat, dumb Mike. Super excited. Like it ended well for the Packers when he got fired. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Aaron Rodgers in his prime is not Dak Prescott. Although we hate Aaron, Ayahuasca Aaron. He's not Dak Prescott. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers when he was at his peak. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not looking forward to this. And it, unfortunately, we're only like, what? What are we like six months away from talking about Cowboys football season coming up again? Yeah, this is going to get worse. I want some time off. I want to go abroad. I'm going abroad. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Trainer, let's go do love. We'll, let's do uh, love is blind side because we're, we'll do Super Bowl headlines that are going to get beaten in the ground next week. Did you know Andy Reid used to coach for Philadelphia? Strange. Did you know the Kelsey brothers are both playing in this game? They both played for Cincinnati Wildcats? I actually think this is pretty cool because they're really good, cool. and they and they both have a Super Bowl already, so it's not like you're cheering for one yeah. or the other. They're like really good football players, at not even at their respective positions. You would, you'd say that Kelsey is – the anchor veteran in that offensive line and Travis Kelsey's might be the best tight end that's ever played. No, very true. Um, no offense to Gronk from 80 for Brady, but I think Kelsey is making a name for himself is, you know, putting himself ahead of Gronk. Even I know Gronk has the Super Bowl wins because Aaron Rodgers. I mean, sorry, <laughs> Tom Brady is better than Joe Montana. Right. Sorry, Mike, Mike, but 
Um, yeah, I think that, it, that is a cool story. What is, what's the, what, let's just go ahead. What's the third besides the Reed bowl, the Kelsey bowl, what is the third hottest story right now? Cause I, I did not look up the next biggest Super Bowl hot, hot um, item. There's Nick Sirianni uh, used to coach for Kansas and oh, okay. he was not retained when Andy Reed got there, whatever, Ouch. however long ago. Andy well, Reed like, is like the that. most, I think if Andy Reed wins the Super Bowl, he'll be the most winningest coach in Kansas City history. Correct. And he's already he's already the most winningest coach in Eagles history. That's right. Uh, there's two guys that graduated from Army that are playing against each other. That's all I know. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, we can. I forgot there's, you know, we got a month until the Super Bowl, so we can talk about that next week. Yeah, right. so let's let's do Love is Blind side while we have the time remaining. How much time we got? We got uh, five, five, seven, five to seven minutes. Okay, sweet. So last time we were on this, uh, we finished we finished off Dirt Nap. Uh, Matt Ryan, uh, Baker Mayfield, and Carson Wentz. That was the uh, Colts, Panthers, and Commanders. Yes. Uh, there's been some updates, obviously, with the Colts job. There's been, obviously, an update with the Panthers job. And Sam Howell is the new dog in town in Washington. We'll see. Yeah. Brady has Brady has officially – he was an almost dead. He's officially died, um, we think, for now, for this week. Right, and just week. to get just to catch everybody up, the love is blind side. We're comparing right. – their quarterbacks to maybe their relationship status when it comes to their head coaches. A couple of weeks ago, we went through the ones that were were basically done. They were either divorced, yeah, the, divorced, or nearly yeah. dead. We affectionately call some people nearly dead, newlyweds, and nearly dead. It's the season out here in Jackson, so we, we went through that and and continue with your recap. No, you're right, and yeah, the quarterback and the coach are. Um, husband and wife and then the happy home is the franchise yes yes or yes. unhappy home uh so almost deads aaron Rodgers can't really speak on that yet where will he go or will he go to jeopardy or whatever game show will take him yep uh jared goff we said we upgraded him to being oh from i want a divorce to dating and no 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 How, if they're if we've, we made a rule last time if they were divorced that means if they were getting a divorce, that means at one point they were marrying oh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff right. got some counseling, right. maybe figured right. out a few few new things in the bedroom, and now they're happily married again. Yes, I like you t explaining the marriage counseling to me. That's great. Um, I think that <laughs> <laughs> the next uh, so next up actually is mm -hmm. the uh, Jameis Andy Saints and Dennis Allen situation. This is tough. This is hard because I want I Andy Dalton and Dennis Allen think that they're happily married, right? Dennis mm -hmm. Allen Dennis Allen had had this love affair that he's always looking back at Jameis Winston and knowing that he might have hurt him too bad. He might not be able to get back Jameis Winston. He's going through the motions with Andy Dalton. You know, he's smiling at yeah. Easter and all the all the family photos and such and the get-togethers and he's doing right at Christmas. But in the back of his brain, he's he's got Jameis Winston, the 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 hot, sexy Jameis Winston that he is. Um, yeah. He really does think that there's a, a thing there, but he just hurt him. He hurt him too bad and couldn't put him back into the game. And so yeah. Andy, Andy Dalton and Dennis Allen are in a fragile shell of a relationship. I think they're probably going actually, towards divorce. 
Yeah, yeah. This was the only like sister wives situation we had between Jameis and Andy. Like the other ones all had a clear cut quarterback. I guess the Commanders was kind of a out of control mess. Um, Andy Dalton super depressed because of TCU's loss as well. The aforementioned TCU slacking. So yeah. maybe Dalton, but Dalton needs like a nice QB one until further notice at the draft. Now the Saints have a first round pick. Who knows if a quarterback falls far enough? Will Levis? Yeah, uh, we will see. So. You know, well, I guess we're going to have to wait this one out. We're at a divorce crossroads right now. Yeah. The papers have been drawn up. Uh, Ryan Tannehill and the Titans and Mike Vrabel is the next I want a divorce. Ryan Tannehill, he he got really in shape for the wedding, right? He was looking mm-hmm. really good. He, for, he was the first number one team in the AFC playoffs one year. Yeah. He was looking Last good. Year. He was looking sexy. And then what, what happened? turned out he had a, like an eating disorder and he's and he and he stopped working out and he gained a lot of weight and all of a sudden you know he's starting to complain about some of the not the the some of the nitpicking some stuff but he's not also he's not also getting out of the house very well and he's telling telling them about how much he hates their friends and so this is this is not going to be good it's it's going to be probably quick and easy when Vrabel says you know what I've had enough I'm shipping you off this won't be drawn out. Vrabel will just pull the plug on Ryan Tannehill and say we're going a different direction. Yeah, or Vrabel. I mean, I've even heard Vrabel flirting with other households when it comes to other teams that already want Vrabel and nobody really wants Tannehill. So Vrabel's the the hot commodity as a coach. Not, oh, yeah. Not the, like, we're going to trade Sean Payton route, but, like, Vrabel could obviously – I wouldn't even call it fail forward because he's overachieved with the Titans. Uh, getting yes. An, getting a number one um, overall – uh, birth in the AFC playoffs the year before last. And I think that like, yeah, I don't know what we're headed toward. Malik Willis is not the answer so far. We yeah. I I don't know if Rabel can knows how to take a raw talent like Malik Willis. Malik Willis has shown bits and pieces of athleticism at, in the, at the college level, but we'll see where it goes in the NFL. But yeah. Vrabel kept up, kept, kept up with his work to, workout routine. Hot, sexy, Tannehill, not mm. so good. All right, well, All who's right. next? This is a good one. This is a good one. We left last. Uh, it's complicated category. Uh, Danny Dimes and the New York Giants and Brian Dayball. A lot has changed since this pick. Yes. since this category we put them in. I think I want to say it's going from it's complicated to engaged. Are we? We going up two tiers here? Or are we going to two dating? tiers? Um, mm-hmm. I would say I would say dating. I think okay. I don't think we're engaged yet. They denied him the fifth year contract at the beginning of the season, right? Or maybe mid season, and then oh, somehow right. he got he got unlocked mid season. It was crazy, but I think the Giants are better to dance with dance with the girl that you brought versus mm-hmm. not knowing what's out there in the NFL draft. Now, the Giants are probably pretty low in the first round, and they don't have to take that gamble at quarterback. I think they're firmly dating, but if they somehow someone tries to overpay for Daniel Jones, they'll they'll let him go quick. If all of a sudden the person that might have, you know, been chatting with on the side walks in, they'll drop Danny, Danny Dimes in a heartbeat. But for right now, New York Giants should suspect to go forward with Daniel Jones as their quarterback. Yeah, I like it. Um, what's the term? Don't go out for, in this case, don't go out for possibly undercooked cheeseburgers when you got steak at home or a decent steak. Yeah, you got some you, know, you got some tri-tip at home. Not the ribeye, but tri-tip. some tri-tip. 
Yeah, tri-tip. Uh, Justin Fields and the Bears, and I cannot, for the life of me, Matt Eberflus. I forgot the the coach's name. Eberflus. Oh yeah, I I looked at the coach the other day and I was like, no, nah, I'm not even gonna try to commit that to memory. They, they have, are they are married, they hold, and they hold. Okay, they hold the number one pick in the draft, and there's mm-hmm. already been. Are they gonna entertain a Justin Fields trade, or are they gonna entertain? trading that pick to a team like the Colts who want to pop up there and get a quarterback. Justin Fields seems like he's the real deal. He really does. Yeah. Um, I I think they might entertain the idea if someone trades up with them because they know they can get some value picks. I wouldn't go – I would, wouldn't would go more than like as far down as second round. If you're going to trade the first overall pick knowing that Bryce Young is out there, um, Will Levitz, I guess. But – if if anything, yeah, C.J. Stroud, um, yeah, how, how have we not mentioned him, C.J. Stroud? I would just say the Bears better pick like the best edge rusher or the biggest offensive lineman or the best offensive lineman yeah. to salvage that pick because they don't need the QB pick, or they better better trade for a couple of second round picks where they can get maybe a dominant edge rusher and the offensive lineman because they'll still be there. They do need some help at wide receivers. It'd be great if they just got – and Jigba might be the best one off the board right now at Ohio State, although he didn't show much this year. So it'd be it'd be more fun to do use the pick that way than it would be to get rid of Justin Fields and pick up another quarterback. No, I agree. I think, like, I mean, they did trade ch- trade for Chase Claypool. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say the, the book is written on him yet. He could still turn his career around. Um yeah, I think you got to stick with Fields, and I would go with Will Anderson. Yeah, Just I would pick too. Will Anderson. He's a badass. Like he he pl- he played as a badass under a frat boy. Yeah, with gray hair. He did. So on the defensive coordinator side, um, uh, it's complicated. Derek Carr and the Raiders. Josh That's not complicated. He didn't even show yeah. up. He didn't even show up. He he. Derek Duh Carr Wars. said. Yeah, divorce. He's out of there. They broke up. Derek Carr's on the market. You know what? I'd take Derek Carr in, this, in New Orleans. Just saying. I like that. I like that. Yeah, no, no more no, no more uh, Brady rumors to the Raiders. For now. For now. Yeah, as right. As of the recording of the show. Uh, do we have room, time for one more? Oh, yeah. Jimmy G in the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. This is when Jimmy G was healthy. Brock Purdy wasn't a thing. So... That this is this is not getting a divorce. This is divorced. This is the papers are signed. This there there Jimmy G. What did Shan, Shanahan said it today? He said there is no situ, situation in which I think Jimmy G is going to play in San Francisco next year. Papers are signed. Signed, sealed, delivered. The judge has stamped it. It's official. Divorced. Yeah, uh, Mike Kyle Shanahan is holding two roses or one rose, excuse me. He's got Purdy and Trey Lance now, and he's going to give that rose out at some point. Nice bachelor shout out. Sure. Oh, thanks man. Um, Mac Jones and the Pat slash Bill Belichick. They have brought in a marriage counselor called Bill O'Brien. Mm. They got rid of the bad advice they were taking from Matt Patricia and Joe judge who are failures at their, uh, at the offensive position. They brought in a marriage counselor. Things are, are rocky, but there is hope. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. They're not divorced. How about they're they're in the rock? They're in a rocky part of their marriage. Okay, so they're we're gonna call them. Um, they've re- they've regressed from a marriage. And it, it's complicated marriage to engaged, or were they dating and it was complicated, and now they're dating again? <laughs> well, okay. So uh, what what do we have them originally at? Oh, it's complicated. We're still in. It's complicated. 
Oh, oh, so they're not even married yet. So yeah, they're dating. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, they're they're dating with with the idea that there is a future that there there might be a ring, but there's some hurdles that they're going to have to get over. Yeah, sorry, we're still working the kinks out with my uh, segment "Love Is Blindside." So yes, we're in. We're still in the "It's Complicated" category. If we're out of time, that's fine. But we are um, out of time, sports right. fans. We're polishing up that segment. I really enjoy it. Um, if you missed any of our show, please download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Rate, review, give us some love. Uh, we're trying to be rich and famous. So, mm-hmm. so if you click on it, it's the more richer and the more famous we get. Uh, All right, guys, that's it, and that's all.